Welcome to Freedom to Retire with Jim Cipriati, powered by Retire Ready Financial Group. You got to be prepared. If you're not prepared and you have too much risk, you may make some adverse choices. And so you need to have a plan because the downturns are going to happen. Jim Cipriati has been helping people in the greater Philadelphia and South New Jersey areas reach their retirement goals for over two decades. We just want to make sure we're not too aggressive, not too conservative either. We want that nice mix. And that's what I help my clients with every single day. Now, Freedom to Retire. We're in October. November's right around the corner, and the Fed is expected to raise interest rates yet again when it meets early next month. Economist Beth Ann Bovino tells Yahoo Finance it's not going to be the last hike that we're going to see in the future. So whatever inflation target you look at, it's going in the wrong direction, and that's why the Fed needs to move. In terms of growth, yes, it will slow growth dramatically, and we see the risk of recession next year as a toss-up. But the Fed still has to fight inflation, and I would say right now that the disease is still worse than the cure. I would say so, and, you know, we talked about it previously. Jerome Powell has pretty much said markets be damned. They're going to do what they can to get a grip on inflation. Uh, But how are you securing retirement savings for, for people right now? Yeah, Chris, Jerome Powell's uh, job is not to look at the market. His yeah. job is to control inflation. And he already made the announcement that he is going to be uh, doing just that. Uh, and w- look, we've been saying it for the past several weeks here on the show that inflation is, is just still nowhere near under control. Not at all. Um, the, the Fed's going to be uh, meeting again November 1st, November 2nd. That's just a couple of weeks away. And yeah, they're expected to raise interest rates yet again. And I said it uh, in last week's show that the, the market is just reacting right now um, just based on the news that interest rates are increasing. Uh, we have yet to see the fallout and the economic downturn that's coming down the road as a result of these higher interest rates. Uh, we got the housing market. That's it's going to feel the burn coming up uh, in these next several months, especially over the probably the next course of the year or year, uh, two years, uh, because mortgages are going to be way more expensive. They already are. Um, monthly payments are, are likely to, to be twice as high on new mortgages as compared to mortgages that that you may have originated last year mm-hmm. uh, when we had those really low rates. Um, monthly payments on auto loans, they're, they're likely to be much higher. Um, so that's likely to, to lead to a slowdown in the auto industry. Uh, and look, there's just so many businesses in general, uh, especially those that borrow money to buy new inventory. Uh, you know, even think about the, the businesses that might be looking to expand their operations by purchasing another factory, Um, you know, maybe they won't be able to afford those higher loan payments on that factory. So maybe that business won't expand, uh, or even worse, it might need to lay off some of its employees to, uh, to operate at the same level that they're, that they're looking to operate at. So, um, that's what typically leads to higher unemployment when you, when we have that trickle down effect and we have yet to see all of that mess, you know, begin to unfold Mm -hmm. because, and as it does, it's likely to shrink our, our economic output as a nation. So yeah, in my estimation, Chris, this is just the beginning of this downturn that we're yet to see. And that's an unfortunate thing. You know, we've, we've talked about it in in kind of tongue in cheek earlier uh, this year and, and and throughout the year, you know, talking about how last year the Fed said, oh, this inflation is going to be transitory. Well, here we are, you know, coming up on the end of 2022 when their goal was to get it back down to 3%. 3%. It's that's not happening. You know, this year, you know, maybe maybe next summer optimistically, but it's going to come at the, at the cost of them raising these interest rates. So uh, what what can people do? I mean, I mean because it's it's a double whammy. The inflation's not under wraps, but in uh, the interest rates are still high and in the market, you know, it's a it's a perfect storm of just all these things kind of working against the pre-retiree and and especially those that are already in retirement. 
Yeah, and that's the the question that I'm asked uh, being asked, Chris, is how can we protect ourselves? Mm-hmm. What what can we do, Jim? You got to tell us something. What can we do? <laughs> and I, I was just on Vanguard's website last night, and uh, you know, just scrolling through and seeing what's going on over there, and uh, it, just so many of their their mutual funds and ETFs they're down big, a lot of them over twenty five percent, some even thirty percent lost year to date or more. And uh, you know, I think about the investors who have three hundred grand, let's say, with Vanguard uh, in one of those funds, for example. You know, if they had 300 grand, they're down to now 200 grand. And all of this is just wiped away just, you know, in the past several months. And look, we really have to take a step back here and uh, not look at this emotionally. We have to look at uh, this from a mathematical standpoint, especially for the folks that have a decent amount of money saved for retirement. Let's say you have um, let's say you have uh, four hundred thousand dollars saved. OK, okay. Uh, but let's say your account was once back in uh, in in. Uh, December and January was right around 500,000. So now you have 400,000, but let's say that slips down over the next several months or next year uh, down to the $300,000 range. Mm. Uh, let's also say you're, you're about 65 years old. You really have to get the pencil and paper out and figure out if the market takes a few years to recover, um, that'll mean you'll, you'll, you'll be right around age 70 by the time the market gets back to the levels that we saw last December. Um, but, you know, what happens if you're retiring at 65 and you're also kind of um, doing what retirees do, which is dipping into your retirement savings here and there to help out with expenses? Um, that means that even though the market would have recovered over that five year period, your account balance is likely not going to be as high as it was th- this past December. Why? Because you were spending some of it each year, maybe even each month. So. Even though the, the market recovered, you might be stuck at that same $300,000 at age 70, even though the market roared back. Um, you just have to figure out, look, if you, if you live till age 85, uh, going through with this example here, um, are you going to be able to get that three hundred grand at age 70 to last you the next 15 years? I mean, the, the math crunches out to be just about 20 grand a year. Um, which is not that much, especially if you're married, you know, two people living off of that plus social security. Mm -hmm. Um, But the way I've been helping my clients lately is just to plan things out a bit better. So instead of letting that 500 grand that you once had slip all the way down to 300 grand, um, I've been able to help protect my client's principal from slipping down even further. And look, there's, there's millions of people around the country looking right now to protect their principal uh, from slipping down further and further and further. So if you're listening now and you feel like you're one of those people, give my office a call uh, and I can set up a time um, uh, to, to chat with you this week. Someone on my staff will answer the phone now. You're not going to be on the show, by the way. It's not a live <laughs> show. Uh, so don't worry about being on the air. But uh, someone from my staff can certainly uh, set up a call with you and I this upcoming week. And it's completely complimentary, Chris. Again, that number is 610-894-7415. That's how you schedule a time to speak with Jim in the coming week. If you've been concerned with how the market has been performing this year, if you're concerned about how it's going to continue to perform uh, as interest rates will continue to go up in the future and you want to you know, minimize the, you know, the losses that I think we've all already seen, uh, I think it's an excellent time to speak with Jim and see what can be done for you. 610-894-7415. Or you can go straight to the website if you want, retirereadyfg.com. Wall Street is actually famous for saying, you know, the market always comes back. And to their credit, it usually does. But the question here, and there's a big asterisk without saying, is how long does it take? So amid all the ups and downs, how do you how do you really help limit the losses and cut down on that recovery time, Jim? 
Oh, God, Chris, we've heard that saying over and over and over, right? <laughs> Especially from financial advisors who have people in all types of stocks and bonds and mutual funds and ETFs. They're telling folks, stop worrying about your money. Stop. I had one guy that said his advisor said, stop looking at your statements. Just stop logging on. Um, and the guy was kind of had steam coming out of his ears, he said. But, uh, you know, we, we, we were told all the time to just stop worrying about it. Why? Because the market is going to come back. Mm-hmm. That's what we're told. So, and I agree. Look, the market will come back, in my opinion. But the big question here is when? When? And I've been getting a lot of calls from, from our listeners here on, on 1210 WPHT, um, all from the greater Philadelphia area. Lots of folks here nearing retirement, people in retirement. Um, and many of them are not thrilled with the behavior of their, their current financial advisors. Yeah. So that's why I'm getting the calls. Uh, a lot of folks are saying their, their current advisor isn't even returning some of the phone calls or oh, when no. they do get, yeah, when they do get back in touch, it's a week later and they, they forget what they even called to ask the <laughs> advisor. Um, and, um, you know, I, I had a couple that came into my office just last week who was saying that all of a sudden their, their financial advisor was impossible to get in touch with. And they said, um, when they, they, met with him um, several weeks ago because um, they had concerns about the, their account balances dropping, and they felt like the advisor was kind of talking at them and not really listening to them. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were saying, look, we're nervous about where, you know, where our balances are headed, and the advisor just kept telling them to stay the course. Um, but, yeah, th- these people were legitimately nervous about how low things could keep going, and it was at the point where it was keeping them awake at night. They were bickering back and forth a little bit. They were saying, which they were probably bickering a whole lot more than they were admitting to me. But uh, that's between the two spouses yeah. about what to do. You know, everyone wants to know what to do. Um, and they, you know, they said, look, it's easy for the advisor to tell me to stay the course because it's not the advisor's money. Exactly. <laughs> that, was keeping, yeah. that was going down and down. And they, they just felt like they were not communicating on the same level as the advisor, that, you know, on a different page. So, um would put them really over the edge, though, was when they were saying that the uh, the advisors just started breaking out all of these printouts of all these like spreadsheets that were confusing them and these charts showing them, you know, well, here's the standard deviation of your portfolio and the and the R squared and the P.E. ratios of the stocks and the and the 12 B1 expenses as they compare to the industry. And they said they said this made no sense to why they originally came into the visit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just felt like no progress has been made to help them get uh to get back on track there, Chris. You know, and, and I don't actually know an instance where I've ever said, even to my son, you know, he's six to tell him, you know, stop worrying. Oh, well, that, that's that's easy. I'll just, I'll just do yeah. that. It, it's that simple. No, this is actually your money and, and you have a right to be concerned with it. But I think this goes back to the difference between a, a financial planner, which I think a lot of these people are dealing with, versus a retirement planner. The financial planner's job is to, you know, make that money grow and and truth be told for their, themselves, you know, keep you in the market and, 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 and reap those benefits. But when it comes to retirement planning, which is, again, the name of the show here is, is freedom to retire. It's to make sure that money lasts for you. And seeing these 20% downturns, that's, that's not a good way to do it. So putting a strategy in place, yes, you have every right to be, to be worried. That's a valid concern. And if your financial planner isn't answering your calls or not really giving you the, the answers that you want to hear or reassuring you, they're just telling you, stop worrying, it, it'll always come back. You know, this is a good time, I think, Jim, to, to talk about the second opinion that you offer. Yeah, it absolutely is. And, you know, I think more about this couple as we're kind of talking, jogging my memory here. That This was a few weeks ago that they, uh, you know, this is when the, you know, now things are down way worse. Yeah. So I'm, um, uh, you know, when they came into my office, they, they sat down with me. I, you know, I, I explained to them their, um, you know, a little bit about their current situation and what I, from what I saw and 
you know, they talked to me about what their goals were and their time horizons. And, you know, like you said, we're, we're looking at the long term. We, we got to make sure this money lasts. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, when you learn about what people's true fears are and true concerns are, uh, you know, then I'm able to really uh, develop a, a different technique oftentimes to, to help put their retirement finances just on a stronger footing. Um, and the first thing they said to me is, why didn't my current advisor show me this when I showed them a couple <laughs> different things? So they left my office just feeling a whole lot better that they got the second opinion. And I never charge anyone to come into my office uh, to have a, a visit with me, to pick my brain, get fresh ideas. Uh, uh, look, I have 24 years of experience in this industry. I, I have a lot of knowledge to share with our fellow 1210 listeners. Um, I'm an accredited investment fiduciary, so um, I certainly put the best interests of my clients first. So if you're listening and, and you feel like you'd, uh, you'd like for me personally to take a look at your financial picture, give my office a call now. The number 610-894-7415. And we could set up a time this week uh, for either a phone call or a, a Zoom meeting or um, a meeting either in my Radnor, Pennsylvania office or my Marlton, New Jersey office. And once again, it's completely complimentary. Uh, my time for our listeners, Chris. Helping you feel a little bit more confident, hopefully, about your retirement prospects in the future. All starts with that phone call, and it's complimentary. 610-894-7415. There's a recent survey that shows that many Americans are in desperate need of retirement information. More than half of them wish they had more education on how to invest. I'm actually surprised that that is that low. But only 7% said they got their they got their answers from a financial advisor. I'm shocked that that is that low. Yeah, so. Yeah. Jim, how would you help somebody in this situation? What are their most common questions when they come in? Yeah, and it, it really does baffle my mind, Chris. I'll be honest. I, I was just really never quite sure because these statistics seem to have been around for a while. Mm. Why, why are more people not working with a financial professional like myself? Uh, I, I just feel like the general public needs to know that we are here to help you, um, especially those of us that have over two decades of experience under our belt. We know stuff. We've seen people make mistakes. We can tell you the things that – are likely to uh, be really powerful and, and benefit you, um, things that you wouldn't even know to ask. Um, come talk to us. Uh, a lot of professionals like, my, like myself, we don't charge you one penny to mm-hmm. chat with us. So you know, pick up the phone, reach out to us, reach out to me. It doesn't, it doesn't mean you're going to be forced to work with us. If, yeah. you know, if you don't like our ideas, then so be it. No worries. Um, but uh, yeah, you're just bound to pick up a nugget here or there, really, of some good information that could very well be the saving grace to, to help you with your retirement, to get you on that best path to financial security. Um, sometimes those little nuggets I'm talking about, it's as quick and easy ones like learning about the I-bonds, because no one at any bank or any credit union or any brokerage firm, they're not able to offer those. That's so true. a lot of times people aren't even mentioning them, but they're still paying 9.62%. Uh, if you get in before the end of October, and I've been helping just so many of our listeners in getting information on these U.S. government bonds, um, and people love how they're so short-term, you only have to keep them for one year, and the banks are paying nowhere near 9.62%, Chris. So that's just one example. You know, and and I think uh, a lot of it is the stigma, I think, that might be around the reason that people don't really seek the help of financial uh, professionals is that there there's this, I think, old stigma that Financial help is, is for the uber wealthy, people who have, you know, six, uh, seven figures, you know, millions of dollars for, for to, to help them with their retirement planning. That's not the case, right? Exactly. And I get plenty of people that have well over a million dollars calling me. I want more people that have the $200,000 range, $300,000 range. I want to hear from you because sometimes you, you think that, 
oh, Jim's only going to want to talk to the, the mega wealthy. No, that is not the case. I want to help out uh, average Americans, regular normal people, because that's how I grew up. And I, I want to bestow all of my, uh, you know, any sort of input and and uh, advice that that can help out the the average folks just like myself and my my family um but yeah getting back to the survey here chris i i did take a look at it the one we're uh, that we were looking at and to no surprise really the the folks that are in their mid-20s and the their mid-30s in that age they were the leaders when it came to lack of planning yeah and that's you know not to be uh no surprise there because they have other things on their mind building a, <laughs> you know, buying a house and starting a family of mm -hmm. course uh, but I was surprised. I saw some other statistics here. It said about 29% of women haven't started planning, uh, while about 17% of men say that they haven't started planning. I thought it would be the opposite. I, I would have thought that women would have taken the lead in planning because they're typically better at mapping things out yeah. and, and thinking ahead. Um, also, uh, there was uh, really no surprise in this one. It said about one in four Americans uh, also say they are now less confident than they were uh, about two years ago to be able to retire. And that, sure. of course, is because of the recent market drop. Completely valid. Uh, exactly. And now we have inflation and then a deeper recession to, to worry about. Um, and the survey also said that uh, about 71% of Americans say that they're very concerned now about the impact of inflation on their ability to prepare for retirement. Um I remember months ago that number used to be less, but now I guess as we're seeing these effects of inflation stick around, it's a little bit more concerning. And around 31% of folks say they're concerned with um, just really confusion about how to make their retirement savings keep up with inflation because we're seeing rates at the bank and we're seeing, you know, eight or nine, 10% inflation. And we're seeing, you know, one or 2% in these money markets. Yeah. That's not keeping up with no, inflation. It doesn't add up. And, those sort of concerns, that's right in line with what I'm seeing in my practice with people calling in and asking me how to keep up. So I know that survey is right on, on cue there. Um, and people are really just not sure about how to adjust their investments. So what I'm seeing that's really a red flag is that about, I don't know, I would say 80% of the people who are experiencing the, the worst losses in their investments right now, they're also the same people that are invested in the exact same stuff, <laughs> the exact same mix that they had three years ago. The market and the world was just a very different place. We had no inflation back then, no rising interest rates. And we're in the opposite uh, era right now. Rising interest rates, um, they, they certainly cause usually certain types of asset classes like technology stocks and almost all bonds and, and bond funds. Um, to react in a negative way, they really need to be looked at. Um, but, you know, it just makes me think about, you know, it's a, kind of like a real problem here. Because when I ask people, um, oh, do you have any bond funds? They'll say no. And then I'll say, let me see your statement. I'll say, here's your bond funds right here. 35% of your money is in bonds. Uh, so a lot of people are just not really sure what they have. They know they have a few different funds. The funds say have different wording in them that makes them un unclear. Um, and when people are, you know, naturally when we're not sure of something or we're confused, we sometimes just brush it under the rug. Um, and we can't have that happen with our finances. So if you feel like you don't have a complete understanding of, of exactly what your investments are, or if you just want to have a better understanding as to why they're going down, um, I suggest giving my office a call right now. The number is 610-894-7415. And we can set up a phone call for this upcoming week, a Zoom meeting, 
Um, we can meet in my Radnor, Pennsylvania office, which is right off of uh, 476, the Blue Route. It's uh, right behind the Radnor Hotel, right near Villanova University, right there on Lancaster Ave. Uh, or you can stop by and see me uh, in Marlton. Um, make sure you call to make an appointment first. Don't just show up. Uh, <laughs> I want to make sure I'm there <laughs> yeah, for you. Yeah, of course. Uh, and that office is right on Route 73 in Marlton, right at the intersection of uh, Green Tree and uh, uh, right across from the Whole Foods. That's kind of the big landmark there. And let's have that con- uh, that conversation, really, to see where where you're at and see if there's any suggestions I can make. And I'll do this completely complimentary for our listeners, Chris. So, again, the number is 610-894-7415. If you have concerns about your retirement future, that's, I think, a completely valid thing to have right now. But don't just sweep it under the rug. Like, like Jim said, you know, don't stick your head in the sand and say, uh, I don't know what to do. Inaction is a form of action. And I'm going to be honest with you, that's that's probably one of the worst moves that you can make. Have that conversation don't don't be afraid to bring your concerns and your questions to the table. You know, Jim's been doing this for for 24 years now. He's seen, you know, all kinds of situations. And, and you know, if, if he again, as he said, he can impart just, you know, one one nugget of wisdom to help you feel a little bit more confident about your retirement prospects. And I think that's time well spent. So 610-894-7415, go and get on the calendar or go online, retirereadyfg.com. Now, for a change, the IRS actually has good news for retirees. That's because for the first time in 20 years, it's updated its actuarial tables, which raised the average life expectancy from 84 to 86. We're all living longer, so it kind of makes sense. Uh, This helps set how much someone has to withdraw from their retirement accounts beginning at age 72 when they take those RMDs or required minimum distributions. So the bottom line here is you should be able to keep more of your money. But here's the thing, Jim, the RMD uh, formula, it sounds kind of complicated. Is this something you help clients calculate? Uh, Can you do anything to lower what they have to, to take even more? It is absolutely something I helped them uh, in calculating. And, uh, yeah, it's absolutely good news uh, when it comes to these RMDs that they're uh, changing these uh, life expectancy tables because it, it's it's just really common. What I'm seeing is that a lot of people over age 72, they're, they're taking out these required minimum distributions, uh, not because they need them, but because they're literally forced out of the money from their uh, 401K or IRA, and um, they – a lot of them just don't really need the money just yet. Um, and remember, when we take the money out of the IRA, it can't go back in to the IRA ever. It's literally a forced distribution. It has to be distributed out. Uh, it has to go into a regular taxable account if you want to reinvest it. Uh, and that's where folks have to pay tax each year. Got to whip out that checkbook and write, write a check to Uncle Sam mm-hmm. for, for any interest uh, you know, really the tax on any interest that you earn, tax on any dividends that you have received, um, taxes on any capital gains, if there's any that are realized that year on any of those investments. Um, and those taxable accounts just are not as efficient from a tax standpoint as an IRA or 401k because of that taxation. It's kind of like having a uh, like a bucket with a, a hole in the bottom, yeah. you know, a bucket of water. So it's just really not going to get you to the destination with as much. Um, and this is really especially important for the folks who are in reasonably good health. And if you have also, you know, have some longevity in your family history, because those folks don't need to be spending down their IRAs in their early 70s. Um, that money needs to last them throughout their 80s, maybe even into their 90s, because mm-hmm. so many people, like you said, Chris, they're living longer and longer. And, you know, again, and any change uh, in favor of, of the taxpayer, it's few and far between. So this is something that can be lauded. But uh Let's say, as you said, so many people don't need the money when it comes to RMD time. Is there a way to minimize how much they actually have to take each year? 
Uh, yeah, there's a, there's a couple of techniques in there. You know, we always talk about Roth conversions and other things. Remember, there's no RMD when you switch money over to a Roth, mm -hmm. so that's really helpful. But what, what I'm finding a lot of people need help with is, is understanding how much they're going to be expected to take out of the uh, retirement accounts. Okay. Um, and I, I, I'm going to walk people through, uh, our listeners, through an example calculation because a lot of people uh, ask me about this uh, when they hit 72. And it works like this. If uh, let's say you have a half a million dollars in your in your IRA, um, and by the way, they uh, people say, well, what about what day do they, do they look at the balance? Um, and what they do is they look at the value of your IRA and see what it was worth on December thirty first of the year before you turn seventy two. Okay. So when everyone else is out uh, partying on New Year's Eve, the the IRS <laughs> is taking a peek at our IRAs. So, uh -huh. um, so yeah, the previous year before you turn seventy two. So. If the value on New Year's Eve before 72 was a half a million, um, even if your balance now is only 400 grand, they're going to look at that half a million. Um, then you would compare that to, to the chart that the IRS provides. And you would see at age 72, there's a figure of 27.4. So you divide your half a million bucks by 27.4, and the dollar amount equals $18,248. So that's the amount of your required minimum distribution needed for that year. Um, the first year that you, the, the year that you end up turning 72, the money actually needs to be taken out, not by the end of that year, but they push it back a little bit. It's actually April 1st of the year after you turn 72. However, very important, uh, every year after you turn 72, it needs to be taken out by December 31st. Um, and... You know, if you if you have a half a million bucks and you have it uh, in your IRAs, but let's say you have three IRAs, maybe 150, 150, and then 200, um, you're allowed to take that whole $18,248 from just one of your IRAs, or you can take it out proportionately from each of your three IRAs. The okay. IRS does not care where you take it, just as long as you take it. As long as they get paid, yeah. As long as they get paid and then they collect the, their tax revenue. Um, but you have to be careful because if you have other accounts like 403Bs, um, they have different rules than, than IRAs. So you got to be vigilant there. Uh, there's also different rules if you're still working and if you're over age 72 as it pertains to your, your 401K at your current job, if you're, you know, if you're still contributing to it and still actively working. Uh, but look, the bottom line here is that if you're unsure... Uh, about how these things work, reach out to a financial professional, someone like myself, and we'd be happy, happy to walk you through the calculations. Um, the penalty is massive, by the way, if you don't take that RMD. So that same person who, who was supposed to take out the $18,248, they would have over a $9,000 penalty. That penalty, that could have got you a trip around the world, yeah. <laughs> you know, a nice, beautiful vacation, but instead you're spending it on an IRS penalty if you forgot or just didn't know how to do that RMD because of that 50% penalty. So, yeah, just give my office a call. We can have a, a complimentary consultation. Uh, and, uh, you know, I can. what I've been helping people out with recently is showing them which accounts would be best to take that required minimum distribution from. Because if we can avoid it, we don't want to be selling investments that are losing money currently no. and selling them off to take out your RMD. We, we want to be taking it from other sources that, that you may have available. So 
If you have questions or concerns about reaching your retirement goals, then give the Retire Ready Financial Group a call, 610-894-7415, or visit us online at retirereadyfg.com. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if Retire Ready Wealth Management is licensed in your state, please call 610-704-2792. Retire Ready Wealth Management is not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through James Cipriati, Pennsylvania Insurance License 366900. 